So you get ready to go see a hypnotist and one of your friends looks at you and says, that's mind control. Let's talk about that. Welcome to Mindful Hypnosis Podcast. It is time to change your mind. Learn all about how to create new helpful habits and mindset changes with integrative hypnosis. Plus, with a sprinkle of mindfulness throughout your day, you can easily shift into a calmer state of mind. I am Cheryl, your hypnotist and podcast host, and I welcome you to a better way of living your life one minute at a time. I know it is hard to make changes. It's tough to move forward, and sometimes you have to wait to be ready. But when you are, I am here, and I would love to work with you one-on-one for any of your hypnosis needs. Go on over to CherylJReynolds.com. Change is possible, so let's talk soon. Welcome to the podcast. So I want to start off to say this is going to be one of the most ambiguous episodes I've ever done, because we're going to talk about control. So the reason why I want to get into this topic of conversation is there is a lot of people who still have the belief that hypnosis is a form of mind control. I still hear, you know, most of the time it's joking around. Are you going to make me cluck like a chicken? Or are you going to make me bark like a dog? And, you know, because I've heard it so often and it's kind of just the whole cliche of hypnosis, I'll usually say, you know, Clucking like a chicken is on Tuesdays and barking like a dog is on Friday. So no, not today. But there's something behind all that, especially when somebody truly believes about mind control. And especially when you have, you know, TV shows that have hypnosis doing mind control. So a few things. We are not into mind control at all. Will we use language patterns that work on your subconscious mind? Yes. Are we like a detective who can notice your body language and notice when something is making you uncomfortable? Yes. Will you tell us your secrets? No. That was the case. I would be rich because I would know your passcodes. So no. Can you hide a lie under hypnosis? Absolutely. If you have the value allows you to lie about something, you will lie under hypnosis. It's no different. You're not going to change your mind and all of a sudden have it be a truth serum. That's not going to happen. However, saying all that, there are bad hypnotists out there. And there are hypnotists who will do their best to trick you or to, you know, use language patterns that are not what I will call ethical. So yes, that can happen. Now, I said this was going to be ambiguous. So is there control in hypnosis? Yes. But we don't control your mind. You do. You are the one who dictates the change that you want to make. If you are going to a hypnotist, you want to solve a problem and you want to gain control of that situation. We help you to make that change by helping you to get rid of the control it is keeping you stuck. And we do that by helping you to change your subconscious mind because everything is held there. But you have to understand the subconscious mind is just a storehouse. And it is so good at storing things and keeping things and holding on to things, even if you don't need them. You even hold on to beliefs. And I will get into that in a little bit. I like to say the things we hold on tight to 
are usually the things we need to release control over. Those are the things we need to change the most. And your mind is changeable. It is, but it also takes repetition. Now that I've said all that, (laughs) I'm going to become very metaphysical here. Because as I said, this is a very ambiguous topic because I have multiple beliefs going on at once. Um, Control is an illusion. If you break it down to the fundamental, what do we really have control over? We have about as much control as an ant on a cosmic level. If you look at who we are and what we are, and if you take the view up in the sky, and then you look down at this massive planet, I mean, we are just tiny little ants trying to control our tiny little world. We can't control our thinking because our brain automatically thinks for us. We can't control mother nature. She does exactly what she wants. We can't control the future because the future doesn't matter. And no matter how you try to plan for the future, it will never turn out exactly like you think it will. It will change. Even if slightly, there will be change. But we do everything we can to maintain control in our life, don't we? Everything. When we hold on too tight to control, we are actually out of control. And the need to control often manifests in OCD, anxiety, fears, and everything in between. I have a cat right now who's running around meowing in every room. So you'll probably hear her. And I like to let you know, I can't control that. (laughs) There are just too many variables in life to have total control. But what can you control? Habits, you can control and change your habits if you wish. Your outlook, keeping in mind that you do have a negative bias to keep you safe, but otherwise you can change your outlook. Your self-talk, the way you view yourself. And I did mention a little you know, earlier, thoughts. You can't change this stream of thoughts because there are many people who just have a stream of thoughts, especially us overthinkers that just continues on. And if you notice them, you'll realize that they really do just come in and go out. But you can change how you attach your emotions to them and what you'll allow to bother you. Beliefs. This one is tough because beliefs are something that we believe to be true. Despite facts. A person can hold onto a belief and it doesn't matter what facts are there to dispute it. And this means you have to change your bias and perception about that belief. And that can sometimes be difficult. It's hard to change. And I'll give you an example. You can tell somebody that the earth is not flat. We do not have a flat earth. It is friggin' round. And no matter how often you tell that person that, if they truly believe that the earth is flat, they will hold on to that belief despite every single fact you give them. So when it comes to beliefs, I like to break it down going from, you know, the all of nothing, because most beliefs do have a kind of all or nothing component to them. Many of them do. And these beliefs control our lives. So just, you know, um, humor me for a minute and think of something that you feel has total control over your life. 
please, I beg you, do not um, use a person because if a person has control, total control of your life, then um, that is unhealthy and that is something you need to work on and this exercise won't work for that. Um, that is just a no, a hard no. Nobody should have control over your life except for you. I want you to think of that something that is causing you angst. And then when you get it and you have it in your body and you notice it, I want you to ask this question. And this is a Byron Katie question. And I love Byron Katie because she brings an element of questioning that is very powerful. So when you have this belief in your mind, I want you to ask this question. Is this belief 100% true? Again, we tend to be all or nothing thinkers. So if you can do that, and you can find a crack in that belief that proves that it's not 100% true, then you can start to change that belief. Because once you put a crack in it, it can start to disintegrate. And possibly there is a way to actually bring facts in that would make a difference. Now, the other question is, what can I gain by not believing this? How will my life change? So take those two questions whenever you have a very strong belief and you're trying to see a different perspective or gain control over these beliefs, give that a try. Now, again, this is a very ambiguous episode and there's a lot of different directions to go. But the bottom line is that you are in control of making choices and you are in control of making decisions. But in order to make a decision, you have to give up some control. Does that make sense? It's the control of the unknown because you don't know where that decision is going to go and you don't know what changes you're going to make because of it. And because change is not always that easy, we want to control and stay in our comforting little bubble, so to speak. So again, let's go back to that question that we started off with. Can hypnosis take control of your life? Go back to yes and no. No, a hypnotist can't control your beliefs or your values. You have to do that. But hypnosis can help you if you choose to. And yes, it can control your life in the sense that when you start to use hypnosis, either with the hypnotist or self-hypnosis, you start to notice that you have more control over you, yourself, your beliefs, your thoughts, the way you view yourself, how you talk about yourself, how you talk to yourself. And that is powerful control. All right. Thanks for listening to the episode. Take a big deep breath in and exhale. Thank you for listening to the end of this podcast. Go on over to the show notes at Cheryl J. Reynolds dot com for more information and valuable resources. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an episode. And if you want to find the link to work with me one-on-one, you can find it there. Remember, you have a powerful mind and it can be changed to support the life you want to live. In the meantime, enjoy your day one minute at a time.